just kidding i really like doing this okay i forgot what i was doing though what? you forgot your topic no i got it i got it <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry a great start okay hi everyone hello welcome back long time no see how have you guys been good we yep. had a great day today we had an amazing day today let's just you know let's appreciate the good days i cried in the car because i love my parents so much wow that's like a great day yeah i like usually don't do that i was really feeling blessed so i cried in the car yeah we all love a good blessed cry yes like a happy cry that is just so therapeutic i feel like yeah wow my eyes are kind of tired right now how are you feeling i'm a little tired too we're always a little tired yeah fatigue just runs in the family here. yeah we got a lot of fatigue going on oh oh my god that's shit that so was me i'm so oh sorry my god. yeah that was you that this was me. time usually it's emily's phone <laughs> i'm like not usually that popular <laughs> um okay should we talk about our topics for the day yeah i'm really excited about my topic like i you, I, I go first yeah emily goes first but i want to preface this by saying when i started researching this i was like okay this is gonna be fun um but then when i got into it i was like holy fuck like i this might be like my favorite one i've ever really done so far. this is only our fifth one but yeah i'm like maybe like write it down now oh shit. this is one for the books okay um well i am a little scared because i'm glad that you're going second then yeah we're gonna uh, end with and, okay <laughs> let me preface this by saying i might just find this interesting and you guys might all think it's really boring but yeah. As far as research goes, this was my favorite one to research. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a nerd. Okay. So. I think you're going to like mine, but I think okay. you're going to when I told Sullivan what I was doing cuz he's our bu- he's He's our boss. Yeah. Well, he's our buffer, he told me. He's like, I just have to make sure you guys aren't doing the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, he like told I told Sullivan and our friend Taylor B today. Shout out. Hi Tabby. Hey Tabby. Um <laughs> I told them what I was doing and they both just kind of looked at me. And I was okay. like, fuck, is this going to be bad? But then I started researching it and I was like, no, this well, is really fucking cool. Fuck you, Taby and Sullivan. <laughs> well, if I, um, if it makes you feel any better, I told Sullivan and he rolled his eyes. And yeah. He's like, I hate you. <laughs> so. Whatever. Okay. Here's what I'm doing. I am doing Dr. William Franklin. Okay. Ooh. And we'll get into why that's folly in a second. Yeah. We're doing like a fall. This is another fall slash Halloween themed definitely fall on my end okay mine is halloween and very broad i took the fall theme as a halloween theme i'm telling you that right now okay. so most of my fall themed episodes are actually just halloween themed episodes this is the most broad way that i could connect to fall okay. ever. that's why i think he said i hate you but oh you'll see. Okay, okay okay so mine mm-hmm. and this might be like a little bit of an inside joke okay i'm doing um vampire bats Shut the fuck up. I had that on my list. Really? I do have ha! that on my list. Beat ya. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm so glad you did that. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm- and we'll talk about our um, experiences with bats later on. Yeah. When it comes to my turn. But we have we have some experience. experience with bats. Yes. Ongoing experiences. Yes. Okay. So. We should then, um, as we have these experiences, we should capture them for our social medias. Well, I have a video. Of, oh, yeah. So do. I can post it. You guys will see. You guys yeah. will see. Um, okay. Without further ado, Emily, do you want to match? Let's match, Sid. Hey, we just forgot to say <laughs> our names. In a classic <laughs> Sydney and Emily moment, we did not introduce ourselves or the podcast or, whatsoever. Or what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
okay. If you're new here, hi, I'm so sorry. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sticking around to this point because you're probably very confused. My name is Sydney. My name is Emily. And we are the hosts of Wanna Match Podcast, a podcast where we come together every week and we match and we enjoy ourselves and we tell each other about a topic that we researched. A random topic. Give me this, anything we want. Yeah, this time we do have a little broad theme of fall and you'll see that these it's are very broad. broad. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell last week or last episode, I guess, not last week, I did The Lost Colony of Roanoke, which is a very loosely associated yes. fall theme. <laughs> I called her out for it. Yeah. We t- go listen go to the last listen episode. Um, But then we become under the influence in our time of matching and we come back to you all giggly and goofed out of our mind and ready to tell these amazing ready to learn yeah ready to learn so listen why don't you guys we're gonna take a break and go match why don't you guys go enjoy whatever form of relaxation that you like to do to unwind maybe it's like a nice glass of wine maybe it's something meditation else. yeah maybe it's something medical maybe it's maybe it's, go for a run yeah go for a run i'm Swim. not going to <laughs> <laughs> it's also raining here yeah um so yeah it was okay yeah. okay either way well this is take two yeah okay great let's match no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> okay. Say, you want to match? Let's match. <laughs> okay, bye. Alrighty. Hi, Sid. Hi. We're back. We're back. Okay, we're going to jump right into it because I think you're going to be <laughs> kind of annoyed with me. You might say I hate you like Sullivan did. Okay. Oh my God. Look at Jupiter right now. Guys, my cat. Oh. Cat sleeping is the cutest fucking shit ever. I a little kitty cat sleeping. Sorry, Ooh. I need a drink of some caffeine. Oh, that's okay. Take um, a little sippy sack. Okay, so <laughs> we have this theme. It's fall theme. It's fall spooky Halloween pumpkin yeah. pumpkin apple Christmas. Oh, I was like Christmas. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Christmas, you know, chrysanthemum. Okay, yeah, we're just like going off. We're ripping. We're ripping. Yeah. Okay, so either way, um, our fucking uh thing we talked about was fall. When I think fall, I think allergies. No way. (laughs) I'm gonna learn about allergies. Is this an allergy? Yes. Yes, ma'am. It is. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. Fall allergy time. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so you do get bad allergies. I though. do. I spend a lot of money on allergy meds, like yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and as the leaves turn, my eyes also turn different colors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like red, red, and <laughs> nasty. And not just because we're under the influence. Stop pointing at the cat and She's listen so to me. Cute. She's so cute, you guys. I swear <laughs> to God. I'll post some pictures on the Instagram of my cat Jupiter. She's literally the cutest cat. Yeah, she is very cute. Objectively, she's a cute cat. So I, I agree. Just screamed. No, it's okay. I'm just like making sure that we're talking. I'm like mesmerized <laughs> by the fucking bar. Sorry. <laughs> the volume bar. Okay. Okay. Um, so. I do love fall, but I get seasonal allergies like a bitch. Yeah. So I thought I of this. Suffer from 
allergies. Yeah, and those of us who do suffer from fall allergies, it is a big part of, like, our fall season. So, like, I thought it'd be funny. And when I thought, literally, I was driving the car when I thought of it, I could not get it out of my head. Okay, yeah. It's something that continued to live rent-free. You know I love a little science moment. Yeah. We've been doing it both on the science theme. I know, I know, I know. So, I want you to meet Dr. William Franklin. Okay, he looks, he's got a big nose. Okay, chill out. He's got a very large schnoz, well, which is kind of ironic because <laughs> he's an allergist. Okay, so early life, he was born in East Sussex, so he's English, in twelve. 1912. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately started doing twelve. <laughs> oh, no. That's like how you would say in the last episode, um, the Pendle Witch, when they wrote that. Oh, yeah. Then, that's how you would say that. 1612. <laughs> yeah. Um, and his family was, like, all sickly. Like, he was born prematurely. Oh, okay. Um, and he guys. weighed, like, barely three pounds at birth. Like, just what? over three pounds. That's great. That's yeah. very small. Which, in 1912, if your baby weighs that much, they, like, pretty much... They're, they're like, like, you guys might as well just... Take out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baby. You can't say that. Like, you, you guys <laughs> might... <laughs> Prepare for prepare the, for the baby worst. Prepare for some doom. To not be here anymore. Yeah, any baby under five pounds these days, they're saying, is not in a good spot. Well, like a baby, a baby being born Premature babies now, so in 2021, like, it's, they have, dip, they have underdeveloped little organs. Lungs. And in 1912, yeah. they had a lot less medical things going on. A baby that small today would be... Yes. It would be hard for it to survive. Yes. And this so is this a, is like pretty much a death sentence. Right. But he's and he survived. very old in this picture. Yes, he's extremely old in this picture. <laughs> it's a <but> baby. <laughs> it's just a baby Dr. allergist. Dr. William Franklin Dr. is <laughs> old and, and he died in infancy. Baby allergist. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a baby with a little teddy syringe. <laughs> What's that show with Neil Patrick Harris? And he's a little, he's a high school doctor. Oh, um... They're making a Disney reboot of it. Yeah. What the fuck is that thing called? Doctor. Doctor. Hmm. He's got like a funny name. Right. God damn it. I have to Google it. Okay. okay. Pause to Google. Okay. Everyone. Know. Everyone back home. Okay. You I'm Google that. I'm still going to talk. Everyone listening is like screaming. Okay. And so he's born at just above three, three pound infant. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually this guy. No, no, no. So he did live past infancy and past toddler ship. <laughs> In childdom. In childdom. No, but in childdom. No, no, in childdom. He got bovine tuberculosis. What? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I mean, I know what tuberculosis is. That's, like, my most scary. But like, bovine mean, means cow, cow, doesn't it? It's supposed to be, like, a cow strain. It, like, originated in Ooh. a cow, maybe? Like, the swine flu? Another hard thing for people to get through, mm. and he did. Wow. Okay. Clearly. He's a fighter. His sister... Died at 22 years old. So she died pretty young. Okay. From what? No idea. Okay. Leave me alone about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not about her. It's not about Dr. William Franklin, the baby doctor's sister. (laughs) Um, He also noticed at a young age that, like, anytime they went to the doctor, they weren't doing a whole lot for them. Yeah. So, like, they would go to the doctor and be like, eh, we need help. And the doctor would be like super ineffective. Yeah. Again, 1912. Right. Like there's not much to do. <laughs> yeah. Like they, doc- they just like walked out and decided they were doctors those days. Yeah. I think they, this was kind of the point in history where they like knew what was wrong with you, but there was like no way to actually fix anything. 
Um, sorry, I've, I lost my little place. We just had some technical difficulties, oh, no. so we got off track. Yeah, we got a little off track. And off you the know, rails. God damn it, this is not a professional podcast. No, you guys have to sit. This is part of it. This you is guys part have to of sit it. Through this uncomfortable. My eyes went literally rolled all the way around my head trying to I figure out. I just sat what. and dissociated for like four minutes while Emily was dealing with <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome for me. Okay. And he was noticing that anytime he did like certain labor jobs that he was like that were required of him, he like couldn't do them all the way. Okay. Got maybe some asthma. Maybe. Um so he decided to go to medical school um at St. Mary's Hospital Medical School. Uh later a medical historian Mark Johnson said, quote, his work at St. Mary's hospital made the clinic there now named after him the most important and best known specialist allergy center in the world whoa where is this it's in um europe oh because they're he's english he is english um a place that clinicians were keen to visit during the latest diagnostic diagnostic and therapeutic techniques yeah that's crazy that's like like cool all allergists go through his clinic like, or try. It's very prestigious. Um, so as World War II started, though, so he's going to medical school. He graduates medical school, wants to go into, um, like, start his research and start medicine. Right. Uh, Sorry, I felt that one. That's why I had that weird pause. You can keep it in there. I don't care, though. I don't know, dude. We'll see about that. <laughs> now I trigger some people. Yeah. Okay. Trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning. Burps. I'm about to burp. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> As World War II started, eligible men were drafted into the British Army. And our I, friend. Fun fact. I just found out that men still have to go into the draft. Oh, because it's all. That makes me sound stupid, but I didn't realize that it was like a whole thing that you guys had to do. You men out there. Yeah. They have to, like, sign, they have to, like, fill out a form. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Nobody should have to join join the draft. Join the draft? Join the draft. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Oh, wow. He looks very different. Yeah, so that's him in his medical days, and this is him in the the British Army. His hair looks like a little slug on the side of his face. Yeah, not great. That long piece needs to get trimmed. It looks like a slug, and you know how to feel Or flipped up, like a Danny Zuko thing. Yeah, like, or like a little, um, Jimmy Neutron moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Spiked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So in, so this guy is like fucking life is just throwing grenades at him like in that TikTok where yeah. they're blowing that cat up. No, 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 um, no. Where they they're just like oh yeah, and yeah. they're just like pretend <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretend bombs. <laughs> um, if you guys know what TikTok we're talking about, you those are so funny. <laughs> um, but life is doing that to him with yeah. w- ways he could die. In 1942, he's captured by the Japanese army and held in a prisoner of war camp and tortured. Wow. <laughs> and they eventually find out, like, the people that are holding him find out that he does, like, is in the, um... Why didn't they just let him be a doctor yep, in the army? Ro- so, he's in the Royal Army Medical Corps. Oh, okay. So, so how they did he f- get captured, then? I don't know. I didn't... I feel like they're... They're just capturing everyone? I thought that they stayed... I thought that these guys kind of stayed at at home base. 
Well, apparently not. He I don't cancer. know how it works. Okay. I've never been in I, any military. I've never been in English military. Yes, exactly. Me either. Let us know. No, actually, I don't really care that much about that. <laughs> so don't let me know. I don't give a shit. So um, he gets captured. They find out he can do medicine. And he's forced to provide medical care for all these Japanese soldiers. He's giving so many Japanese soldiers, like, Benadryl. Yeah, he's like, just... just. I'm an allergist. They're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> he's like, just go see just a little inhaler. Here yeah. it is. That's what, anytime I, I need to take Benadryl, I want someone to pat me on the head two times and say, just, just go see. And put on like a movie and like make you nice and warm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's what Benadryl does for me. Yeah. Um. Uh, so later that he would say like the him saving all those Japanese soldiers was the only reason that they kept him alive and didn't torture him. Oh, okay. Um, so he survives that when yeah. they, when they fucking, the Japanese lose the war and um he goes into medicine like he wanted to do he has some really notable cases in like the um allergy community and immunology community so first um he's uh, known for a case about pollen okay he was one of the key people in understanding all the effects of pollens pollen on one's immune system oh, so both wow. good and bad that's crazy so now you can look at the weather and see the pollen count in the air. Yeah. So for people who have, like, severe allergies. They know what's coming. Yeah, and they know what day. to take. And a lot of this to do is to do with his pollen. And his, research? Yeah. Wow. So he had pollen farms. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah, he had pollen farms where he was able to compile a ton of data about pollen so he could see trends um, in climate versus... So we could see, like, when there's a ton of pollen during certain heat temperatures and climates and yeah. yada, yada, yada. It, specifically in the European climate. Oh, but like that's so cool. And this is the pollen count for us this week. So it's like medium. Yeah. And where we live. Low, medium, and medium. Yeah. So when we're not doing bad, not doing great. Yeah. We're five, People are feeling 500. it. People are feeling it. Um... But he also realized that pollen can be used for good. So you can use pollen as, like, an immunotherapy. Yeah. Um, for people with, like, respiratory illnesses um, and those suffering from hay fever, which oh. he realized he had when he wasn't able to do all that work on the farm. What is hay fever? Um, good question. Just a second. Okay. Hay fever is, it's like a respiratory illness that... Because I thought hay fever was just allergies. Like, I yeah. thought that's what it was called. Yeah. Hay fever. Yeah, it is it is like hay fever. Hay fever is like bad allergies. But you get like a fever? No. Oh. I don't think so. What happens to you? I think you just get, it's kind of like. Like, why is he saying that those times are hay fever? Oh my Shit. God. Sorry, 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 everyone. Sorry. Okay, let me look it up. This is another. This is... Looking back at it. What is hay fever? An allergic response caused by causing itchy, watery eyes, sneezing, and other similar symptoms. Yeah, so it is what we thought it was originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like sometimes people talk about it like it's like a... So he was using... Like strep or something. No, yeah, it's no, not. it's not. It's like... No, it's not. No, it's not that. Um, That's what I kind of thought, but I was like, I don't want to say they don't have fevers because I don't know. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so it was just like an allergic react or allergies, 
And he said that you could create immunotherapy with a pollen from people suffering from allergies, like he yeah. was suffering from. Um, and there's still a lot of pollen farms around today. Uh, but it's doing that, and it's trying to increase the bee population. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, next was the hygiene hypothesis. So, Franklin thought part of the reason that we develop these allergies and we develop, like, um, anaphylactic allergies to things is because we are too clean. Because our immune system has never been introduced to that, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, in places that tend to be less hygienic or where citizens are exposed to substances that directly affect their immune systems, there are less allergies altogether. So, like, you, like, think about this, like, in third world countries, you, there's a lot less people who have celiacs. Yeah. Than, ha- than in first world countries. Okay. Like. Is it, be- what does that mean? Like, that's, that's, that's his, that's his hypothesis that he's making. Oh, because people are allergic to the gluten. Yeah, so he's saying that, he's saying that because we live in a more hygienic, like, because we are more hygienic in our food practices. Yeah. Um, we are not introduced to, uh, enough things that make our body, like, able to eat gluten. Right, right, right. I get what you're saying. So some, I don't know. So that's his hypothesis about this. I have no idea how I feel about any of this, but, and I'm not anything of an allergist. Right. So he's saying that you can teach yourself not to be allergic altogether. Oh, wow. And this is what I was saying, um, we're going to lose a huge demographic again when I say this next thing. Okay. Okay. But this is what I was saying. If I ever have a kid with peanut allergy. Oh God, Emily. I literally am going to make them just. On a little nut, once a day. Just a tiny little nut, so that they just get introduced to it. They have a little bit of an itchy throat. The next day, it's a little bit bigger of a But chunk. how do you know that you're not going to overdo it and push them into an anaphylactic reaction? Well, the, if they if they have anaphylaxis, we will administer what we need to administer, and then we'll go back to the little <laughs> tiny dose. What? Okay, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a parent. You can't just do that at your house. That's just an experiment. Okay, well. You can't do experiments on your kids. Well, I would maybe make a doctor do it to them. Yeah. Like, until they didn't have a... Well, have you seen that TikTok of the girl who eats carrots every day? Like, a little bit more of a carrot? She did that to herself when she was an adult. Okay, yeah. Like maybe I adult. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'd wait until they're, they're an adult, adult. And they can consent to that. Yeah, okay. Let's also not test my morals on this podcast No, either. we're testing morals. <laughs> Comment okay. down below. Would you take yeah. action? Okay. Would you take action? Emily was trying to feed her allergic child peanut butter. I would. Okay, keep in mind, I do not have any kids, and they're not allergic to anything yet. Also, you don't have any food allergies. Yeah, So, I have a food allergy, so that's why I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. Okay, so. Having a kid with a peanut butter allergy, that would be hard for me, because I love peanut butter. Me too. Um, so he wanted to, so he's doing these tests desensitizing people to allergies. Like, still to this day? Well, well he would be way dead. Yeah. But, um, well, <laughs> um, so he's doing these tests where he's desensitizing things to allergies, and he wanted to give people, like, these small amounts, introduce them to these small amounts. Okay. And so, until their immune systems would recognize it, build up what they needed to build up, and then let it ingest it let normally. Let all hang out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah. And then, so one way he did, decided to do this was he's like, oh, I can do it with venom, too. Oh, fuck. And so he let a bug bite him. Really? Yeah, and he went into anaphylaxis. And he almost died. So there's another bomb being dropped on this Well, dude. he did that to himself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely he did it. Um, so in this study, though, he people found out that pollen, like people with allergies to pollen or like seasonal allergies, it takes about three years to get desensitized to. So oh, wow. normal, like... I feel like that would kind of be worth it, though. Yeah, I know. So like... Like, I would fucking do that. So one of my cousins, hey, Caleb, um, he... He and his girlfriend, hey Allison, um, they have cats, and my cousin Caleb, I always remember being, like, deathly allergic to cats, and are, like, very, like, would react almost immediately, um, and they just, like, decided to rescue these cats and these kittens, and he, they've had them for a couple years now, and he has, like, grown into where he lives with them every day. He's exposed to them every day. And he, like, doesn't have really allergies towards them as much. Oh, interesting. Or, like, or I feel like that kind of with Jupiter. Yeah, do you still have to take as much allergy medicine as when you, like, started? No. Oh, wow, that's interesting. I just, like, don't really, or, like, I really could notice it when she was in my bed. Yeah. And now I don't notice it at all. Oh, wow. So cute. I know. So, so desensitizing sometimes, like, definitely does work. And so he, he realized that it takes three years for, like, pollen and those kind of seasonal allergies to, um, to get desensitized to them. He realized that venom takes about five years. Oh, good. So, obviously, like, venom will kill you, (laughs) but, like, I guess he was saying that People that have, like, get consistently bitten by snakes. Like, snake charmers or whatever. Or, like, reptile people. Yeah. And they get bitten by snakes all the time. They can get bit a lot of times before they would, like, actually have to get, seek medical attention. Because they've gotten bit so many times. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, homeboy, this is his next case, developed penicillin. Or helped develop it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, William Franklin worked with Alexander Fleming to develop penicillin, which is a Nobel Prize winning drug. It's like one of the most important drug creations of all time. Yeah. In 1945. And um, he also discovered the allergy that presents to penicillin. Oh, wow. Which our sweet baby Sullivan has. Really? Yeah. No cyclic? What are those drugs called? I don't know. It's a class of drugs. Yeah, no penicillin for Nessie. Bear. Wow. And no sulfa-based, sulfamite. Yeah, you're not sulfa. No sulfas for you. No sulfas for me. I am not allergic to any medication that I know of at this point in my life. Yeah. Check back in for updates. Yes. We will let you guys know. I'll update in five years. (laughs) Yeah. Any medications. We'll we'll have a trying. Yeah, taste test on our YouTube channel coming soon. Penicillin. Penicillin, sulfa drugs. Give me, like, an NSAID. Give me, like, venom. Anesthesia. Yeah, anesthesia. I have been under anesthesia. I have not. Okay, so 
all of these things. Um, yeah, our little baby Sullivan, he found out that Sullivan could be allergic to. Okay. He sp- spoke Sullivan. <laughs> so, obviously, you know, penicillin is like the wonder drug. Um, it's one of, it's a very, very important drug, but he realized that he also, like, advocated for antimicrobial resistance. Hell yeah. I'm very passionate yeah, which about is, the antibiotic resistance. Which is Sydney's fucking That's thing to a T. That's one of my, uh, passion projects. Um, this is them de- developing penicillin. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so he realized that, you know, people can develop these, like, resistance towards drugs. And you can't just, because clearly he was letting them take venom and eventually they would take, get a sort of resistance. So you can get resistance towards anything. Uh, that's not what that means. <laughs> That is not what the antibiotic resistance means. Okay, well, I'm saying that, like... Do you know what the antibiotic resistance is? She doesn't know. <laughs> she has no fucking idea what it is, friends. Oh. It's one of my great passions of okay. my life. And you don't even know. Do you want me to explain it for you and the friends at home? No, because... Just a quick one sentence. Yeah. The antibiotic resistance is about the bacteria, not about the people. It's like it's about the bacteria becoming no, resistant yeah. to the... That's, I, that's not what you're saying, though. Okay, so... He... Sorry, I lost my place. Um, He... He would eventually give a shot of, to nearly two, 25,000 patients that were struggling with allergies every day. Wow. So, like, some people have, like, cake... Yeah. Hi. Um, she has... Hi, love you. Um, she has bad, bad allergies. Like, yeah, gets she gets a shot. Allergies. Yeah, Like, every, like, three yeah. weeks or whatever. Yeah, so he did all those studies that underst- helped us understand, like, just about why our body has the allergies that they do. Yeah. And what is affecting it in our environment. That's so cool. Yes. Uh. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. We should have a little, like, eh, <laughs> Emily's gonna burp. <laughs> warning, warning. <laughs> I'll make it. I will make it for this podcast before this podcast airs. Um, so, towards the end of the, his career, also, he treated Saddam Hussein. What? Yeah. For what? So, Allergies? Yeah, so he had, a, like, a res- an unknown respiratory illness. Okay. And COVID. in... <laughs> He was patient. She's patient zero. Oh, we cannot start that rumor. I we, just started that. Saddam Hussein was patient zero for the COVID-19 pandemic. In Sullivan. Oh, shit. Cut that out. Bleep that. Hey, Sydney, while you're um, editing also, this part. Katie's you, last name. Yeah, Katie's Sullivan's last name. Sullivan's last name you didn't bleep, and you're going to do a lot of editing near this part. So yeah. good luck, baby. <laughs> good luck, girlie. <laughs> We're having a rough go. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. But Sullivan is patient one. Yeah. Saddam is patient zero. Yeah. So, um, Britain was actually on good terms with Iraq. At the time? Yeah. Or, like, at in, night, in it, general? Are they still? I'm not a thousand percent <laughs> sure, but, so I'm not going to make Yeah, judgment. we're not doing political yeah. uh, discourse. Yeah. Uh, not quite yet. Um, so in 19, 
79, he treated him for asthma, and I say that in air quotations. Okay. But we don't, we didn't know a lot about, like, that respiratory disease either. Um, and we still, like, I mean, honestly, don't know, like, a ton about asthma. Asthma's, like, scary. Like, it yeah. can actually, like, okay, growing up, you don't, you never think that asthma's, like, that serious. You're like, oh, they have asthma. Yeah, like, like, everyone's got fucking asthma. Yeah. But no, like, asthma's very, like, a serious disease. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it can, like, kill you. Yes, absolutely it can. Um, so they thought he had asthma, but at the time, Saddam was smoking 40 fucking cigarettes a day. <laughs> That's, like, iconic, I think. Camp. That is camp. 40 cigarettes? Yes. My, um, R.I.P., my grandma Karen, she was also a chain smoker, and mm-hmm. I would, like, I think they could probably go bat to bat. Really? On how oh. many of it. My grandma would, like, come, come visit us, and, like, she would walk immediately onto our patio. Sorry, I'm, like, crinkling tight. <laughs> I have, like, a little tick or something. Um, but she would walk immediately onto our patio, and just, she would sit out there and smoke. Like, if we wanted to talk to her, we had to go out there. And sit in the smoke with yeah. her. Yeah. And then Love she would that. go from patio to, she always lay, stayed in my bedroom when she visited. She would stay in my bedroom. <sighs> I know. Okay, so, he told Saddam Hussein, um, I told him to stop smoking. This is, okay, quote, I told him to stop smoking, and if he wouldn't, I would refuse to come see him again. I don't think anyone had spoken to him like that before. I heard sometime later that he had a disagreement with his Secretary of State for Health. Um, so he took him outside and shot him. Maybe I was lucky, said Franklin when he asked about his encounter with Saddam Hussein. He probably knew. Saddam was probably like, yeah, you're right. I He's do like, need yeah, to stop smoking that, 40 cigarettes a day. I feel like anyone who doesn't know that cigarettes are bad, like, you're kidding yourself, I think. <laughs> like, I yeah. think we've known for a very long time that they're just yeah. bad. Yeah. Okay, so... Here are some of his contributions and awards. Wait, he's like a cutie. Yeah, he's just like a cutie. This cutie. picture with the little like the flowers. flowers. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was cute because he did pollen. Yeah, that is very cute. <laughs> um, so he was a founding member and president of the International Association for Aerobiology. Okay, so cute. Um, he was the president of the Anaphylaxis Campaign, which is a nonprofit uh, organization that looks to shed more information about severe allergies. And how to avoid them and anaphylactic shock. Okay, wow. And, like, research about it. Um, he created the British Society for Allergy and Clinical Immunology. Um, and each year, they give out the Franklin William Franklin Award at his medical school for outstanding services. And the, like I said before, like, their allergy clinic is named after him there. Aww. So yeah. cute. I love when people accomplish things. Yeah. And listen to this. So, like you said before, he's very old. He died in 2020. What? Yes. At the... No fucking... At, she, he was over 100? He... Or no, at, he was at the at, No. He died at the young age of 108. What? Yes. 108 years and old. And think about and all... the born, he was three and a half pounds. Barely three... Over three pounds. Yeah, that's crazy. And... Think about all the times that he had almost died. He got tuberculosis. Yeah. He got, he was like, he had fucking allergies, which wow. is like, he had. Free healthcare, man. Dude. <laughs> and None of us in America are seeing that. And listen to how he died. Car accident. COVID. Oh. <laughs> That's so sad. He died of COVID in That's 2019. That's so er, in sad. 2020. That makes me really sad. Yeah, actually. that is it's sad. Do you know who this woman is standing next to him in this picture? Um, I don't know. She's very pretty. I know. 
It was just a beautiful picture. Yeah, they were like, both like, and he looks he so happy. Cute. Look at his little hand on that heart. He's like Griffin. Hand. Yeah, like, this is my I'll heart. figure that. I'll figure out who that lady is before okay, I post yeah. this. Um, I like her dress too. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And her glasses are very nice. Yeah, she's, she's got a great smile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, if that's nice you, teeth. if that's you, great job. And like, is she like a doctor? Like, yeah. she's probably so fucking smart. Ah, oh, good job, people. I have a crush on her now. <laughs> okay. Her hair is cute, too. But, so obviously he like faced death all these times. He went, yeah. he was in the prisoner of war camp. He had oh, tuberculosis. Yeah. Wow. He fucking went into anaphylactic shock from that bug bite. Yeah. Like, so he had all these brushes with death, and he lived to, he was 108. That's crazy. And when he, so he eventually, um, he saw many medical advances, four kids, a marriage, and a gratifying career. And when he was asked, like, how he, how he possibly lived this long with all these different things that went on in his mm-hmm. life, all he could say was luck. Aw. I, you know how people, like, YouTubers do, like, day in my life i would love like a day in my life 108 years old yes me too i would Somebody love that. out there please do that i would watch the shit out of that yes. what did he do all day like what did he do all day i don't know years old. i don't know but what did he i eat? What did i he am eat obsessed 108 years old i'm obsessed thank you so william franklin for understanding my allergies because you also couldn't be by hay for too long oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well this yeah, is that was kinda, a whole feel-good story. Yeah. This is gonna be, like, the feel... I feel like last episode was kind of, like, a downer. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, needed sometimes. Like, I Absolutely. thought it was a very good episode, but I think this one's gonna be just, like, a lot of fun. My topic is very fun as well. Eek! Okay, well, I'm excited to hear it. You okay. wanna go match? Yes. Let's match again. We're back. Sydney <laughs> <laughs> just saw me do the coolest thing she's ever seen She me do. slammed her Starbucks cup on the table. Fast enough so you guys didn't, didn't hear, hear it. it. But I don't know if you did or not because it looks like it. No, that was us laughing. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so my topic for the week is something that Emily and I have a pretty close tie to, unfortunately. Yes, a trauma bond. A trauma bond. <laughs> <laughs> it mm. truly was a traumatic moment. Yes. Um. So, oh my God, what was this like? Oh, a week ago, two weeks ago. Oh my God, sorry. Um. I it's the end of the summer. We're sitting on our patio, matching, enjoying the night. Um. It's like dusk. You hate, hate when, when I, I say that. You hate when I say that. I hate when you say that. It was like the comment moon... below what you think dusk means. Dusk is like ugh, whatever. Okay. It's like sunset. Like it's in- dusk is like when it's after the sunset, but it's still like bright out. Like the it was sun not- is down, but it's still bright. Like imagine it as bright as sunset, though. Yeah, like they know what you mean when like the moon was out <laughs> and the sun was out. Like it was like later in the evening. I fucking hate this. I hate this stupid dusk thing. Okay, whatever. Twilight. If it you was will. like seven p.m. Okay, that's so different wherever you live. Whatever. It was dusk. <laughs> That's how you describe it. It, it was, was like dusk. a summer night in the summer, summer night. The, we were matching. Sub, it was warm. In the... It was warm, but it was like not hot. It was like perfect temperature. You know. Yeah, I got you. It, I'm just setting the stage. So we're sitting out there and all of a sudden I look to my, just to give you kind of an insight into our lives. We have a um, balcony off mm-hmm. of our apartment that we sit on 
um, a lot to, you know, match. match. <laughs> you fucker. Woo, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, to uh, match and we like talk and just listen to music. It's really nice. Across the street is another um, place of residence that has like a lot of big trees by it. Kind of like the trees are pretty big over there. But we also live on like a busy street. I'm talking about okay, bleep this out. No, 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 no. I got, I know you know. Yeah, if you're on the balcony, like you were there also when this happened, so I you should have context clues. Sorry, sorry. That these people don't even have yet because they don't know where we live. You know where we live. You can picture it. I know. There's big trees, and fly. Out, cut that out. Yo, the amount of <laughs> different consonants that almost. <laughs> no way, dude. No I way. I just said like six different <laughs> yeah, words. You... <laughs> you really were just like changing the phrases. <laughs> dude. Dude, absolutely not. <laughs> you could not do that. Oh, we are goofy, dude. Okay, y'all. <laughs> All tell. Are you just telling them where we saw them? Yeah, I'm setting the scene. Oh my god, where we live, there's some trees. There's some big trees. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Stop. Okay, where we live, there's some big trees. That's all you guys need to know about it. There's some big trees. And one night we were sitting outside in our balcony and I look over and there's about 50, what I believe to be birds flying around in a circle around bears, birds, <laughs> bears, beets, Battlestar Galactica, barracudas, barracudas. <laughs> love that on Guitar Hero, barracuda. <laughs> That's our Guitar Hero song. So there's about 50. You were there. There was about 50 birds. You can chime in and help me tell this story. (laughs) Stop reading my text on my computer. Is someone here? No. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Nosy. Okay, but you were there. You can can tell. You can help tell the story. There was about 50 what we think are birds on. But they're flying in a circle like they're like trying to find like a prey or something. Yeah, like, it it's weird. like it's about a city block away from yeah. us. But it's circling the block almost that we live on. Like it's close. They're like pretty close. And they're not flying like super high in the air. Like we were like level with them almost. Yeah. So they were probably like 30 feet above us. Yeah. Maybe like 20. 25. Yeah. 20 yeah. to 25 feet above us I would say. And they're about uh they're across the street. They're literally across the street. And yeah. maybe like a little far back. Like across the street, but on the opposite edge of their property. Right. So they're, you know, whatever. They're flying in a weird circle. They're flying kind of weird. They're making these weird like chirping noises that you don't really hear birds do when they like fly. And all of a sudden I look at Emily and I'm like, Emily, I think those are bats. And she was like, no. Those are definitely birds. And I was like, no, they're fucking bats. And I was right. They were bats. But like 50 bats. That's kind of scary. Yeah. It sounds stupid now that I'm saying it on here. 
It was kind of scary. Okay, because... I have a video of the next day it happened again. There was more bats. I think they probably are there every day. But I took a video, but it was way less bats than it was the first time. Yeah, well... It wasn't scary because they were bats necessarily. It was scary because there was so many of them. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of them. It was just weird. Also, they were all, like, circling. Yeah. And as they were I kind assume of they were closer. feeding the on the bugs mm-hmm. in the sky. There's a bunch of bugs every night in that area because it's got, like, by the trees and stuff. Yeah. And again, like Sydney was really struggling to say earlier, <laughs> we live kind of in a metropolitan Between area. city, so you, you don't expect to see bats. Where there's, like, lights and city roads and city blocks Like, all, and we live trees. on a very busy street that yes. is loud all night long. Yeah. Like, you can't really sleep with your windows open because it's really loud. But there was also bats. Like, that just doesn't seem right to me. Yeah, and there was a Like, a lot of bats. A herd in yeah, Sydney's a words. lot of, a herd of bats. A lot of bats. <laughs> yeah. We have a video, the next night they came back, there was only, like, six or seven bats that time. But I took a video, we'll post it on the social media. They could have killed us, for sure. Yeah, it's scary. So, when we decided to do holiday, or, um, like, Halloween, spooky type stuff, fall, I decided to do vampire bats. I love this. Thanks. And I'm very excited. I started this podcast a little afraid of bats. Yeah, you and do, now you're I not think, like a bat. No, I don't. Well, I'm still kind of afraid of being like near a bat. But like, I think bats now are really cool after doing this. I'm going to tell you that just because I don't react when you, how you do, does not mean that if a bat was in this room, oh, I would not, Mm-mm. I would not fuck around with it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's so, the thought of that is like so terrifying to me right now. Oh yeah. my God. That's scary. That's scary. They're really scary. Okay. So... But bats are also super cool. And so we're going to we start go. with some we bat just, facts. We just lost a demographic of bat. We just lost a demographic of bat lovers and we're not. And we're not even. And I'm going to talk so much mad praise for bats. Yeah, they're, in this they're not listening anyways. Okay. Well, if you guys are still here. <clears> thank you. I'm going to put a warning. Like bat lovers do not leave. Like um, skip to. <laughs> skip to if you don't want to hear us talk shit about bats. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to give some generic bat facts. Okay. Um, bats are the only actively flying mammal species. So they're the only mammals that fly. No. That actively fly. What other mammal flies? Um. <laughs> yeah. I almost said a okay, horse. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a unicorn. <laughs> you like think a unicorn exists? I literally, okay. Wait. <laughs> You're I not, can't even, it's but just I can't a even, fact. But what do you mean actively fly? Are there okay, because, like, a sugar glider is a mammal, but they don't fly. They, like, glide in the air, though. Oh, yeah. That's what they mean by actively fly. Yeah, and you, which you could say that... Like, about- bats take off from the ground and can sustain themselves in the air for as long right. as they want okay, to. got it. Um, bat wing bones. So, birds also fly, obviously, right? Their bones are made out of, like, a different Not material. They don't always fly, but the ones... <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Hello? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Bat. This is Bat Topics. Bat Controversies. Wanna Bat? <laughs> Wanna Bat. <laughs> this is the Wanna Bat podcast. That's Halloween merch right there. Um, okay, so bats' wings are made of the same material as finger bone, like our finger bones. Oh. So it's the same type of bone. Wow. Yeah. Kind of gross, but wow. Yeah, and um, birds. So can they break them? Yeah. Well, birds can break their bones too. Okay. 
um, birds flap like their entire wing at once. Mm -hmm. Like it's all like a connected bone, I think. And bats flap their digits. Oh, like individually. Yucky. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yucky, you. Oh my God, I have fingers. Yeah, like, so I have a picture on the social media. Like, go find our Instagram. We post all these pictures there. Um, There's a bat, like, getting an x-ray, and you can see it's, like, human bone. Like, it's, like... It's really scary. It looks like fingers. And then this one is a bat, like, flying, and you can see it's individually flapping whatever joints it wants. So this is, like, on the top, it's the actual bat picture, and this is a computer model that shows you, like, the points at which the digits are flapping in different orientations. Wow. Yeah. Bats. Crazy. Um, bats. Bats probably appeared on Earth around 60 to 65 million years ago. Shut the So that's, like, dinosaur time. That's, like, alligator, dinosaur, like, they've been around. They're, like, very old mammals extremely old mammals love that for them yeah there are 1300 species of bats and they live on six of the seven continents they don't live on antarctica they're on every continent except for antarctica australia has bats well yeah i can't even oh but africa africa has bats asia bats 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 (laughs) bats Um, the Mexican free-tailed bat, which is a, um, species of bat, obviously, (laughs) can fly up to 99 miles per hour. Shut the fuck up! That's, like, faster than a cheetah can run, I think. Right? I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm pretty sure that's faster than a cheetah can run. That's fast as fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna sneeze or I'm gonna cry. You're not even supposed to drive that fast. No. You're really not. (laughs) Ever. Yeah. Okay, so there's two different categories of bat, like subcategories that they classify bats into. Um, one is the mega bats. So these are really big bats. Fuck them. To like medium size, probably. You know, it's like two categories. Yeah. Um, the flying fox species is the largest species of bat, and it's over six feet. The wingspan can become over six feet long. That's not a bat, then. Oh. Okay, that's that picture. I literally almost barfed. Yeah, guys, that is go a check out the cat. Instagram. <laughs> it's bigger than a cat. That's bigger than my cat. Way bigger than my cat. That thing is as big as the girl that's holding it. That's like a toddler-sized bat. They taped tarp to something. Yeah. That's not even... Okay, guys, go check out the, <laughs> oh, go no. check out the Instagram. We have all the pictures posted there. You guys... This, this bat thing? is really scary and big looking. Like, now I know why people are terrified of bats. I'm also terrified of bats. And those bats in our backyard were, like, tiny. Tiny. Okay. If that was flying around, 50 of no. those, I would kill myself, I think. Hey. Sorry. Sorry. Never mind. Ed- edit that out. Bleep, 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 bleep. Um, if that, the black wing, this one, this all, like, matte black one. Yeah. This that's is- the least scary one to me. Really? This Look at that. It looks like the, um, it looks like when Scrappy-Doo is in that movie and he's I was all gonna, big. I was you know what I'm saying? Yes. And they turn him into the... Yes. But I was actually gonna say, um, it looks like Professor Lupin when he's, like, growing up oh, his it, skin. Oh, it does look like that, too. And look at the digits on that bat. There's, like, some digits there. Yeah, he's veiny. Yeah, he's got some finger bones. Ew, I hate it, Sid. Yeah. It's, it's wings literally look like trash bags. 
Yeah, seriously. Like, that's how big they are. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, <laughs> so that's the biggest bat. The other category of bat is called the micro bat. So that's kind of cute. Yeah, I'm I'm here for those yeah. guys. And the smallest bat species is called the kitty's hognose bat. Shut up. Ew. And it's around the size of a thumbnail. No way. And it weighs less than a penny. Oh, <laughs> keep. So that's that uh, bat. It's very small. That's like nanny. It, it's <laughs> nothing like Emily's dog, but it's, it's still very cute. I like how big its little ears yeah, are. Yeah, the ears to little eyeball ratio. Yeah, it's very cute. But does do they all use sonar? Or is that something we'll cover? It's not something we'll cover, but I think most bats echo like uh, echo locate. Yeah, because it's I wouldn't even need big eyes. I saw like a really interesting, this is like an aside and I don't have any um, research to back this up. And also Mm -hmm. I think bat sonar has come a long way, like the research on it. But I went to a talk here when I attended university and um, they like don't know how bats echolocate, like have sonar, like in their brain. Oh. Yeah. Like, so, like, they don't know. Well, like, neurologically. Oh. Like, they don't know how their brain, like, what area of the brain actually does it or, like, how it happens. Like, like okay, like, when you, like, stub, I have a neurobiology degree background on me. I have a degree in neurobiology, Bachelor of Science. When you, like, stub your toe, they know exactly, like, what chemicals like go in and out of your nerves right, to right, like, right. create that impulse and what it, lights up on your brain yeah and yeah. what area where it lights up they can follow the whole chain they like cannot because the area of the brain and the bat i think this was like two years ago this talk so sorry if i'm wrong but they uh. like can't get <laughs> sorry hit that <laughs> i'm losing a burp i'm losing a burp <laughs> <laughs> trigger warning sorry. um <laughs> sorry but they can't get to it because of like the way that their skull is shaped because, like, they they can get to it when they're dead, but obviously. That but, help. no, yeah, they need to see, like, the nerve impulse with, like, an Crazy. electron. Yeah, very cool. Anyway, that was an aside. Well, that one's the tiny baby. They'd never be able to no, see it on that No, definitely one. not. The giant ones? Their brains are probably so small. Yeah. Um. So, some, you just saw this picture. I put it out of order. But some species of bats hibernate over the winter. Mm-hmm. And they, like, actually hibernate. They'll sleep the entire time. And they can become completely encased in ice over the winter. Oh. And then when the ice melts, they wake up. I didn't know that. So that's two pictures back. Oh. It's like in little bats. Oh, I definitely Some of them make igloos. Some of the, uh, there's a species of bat that will, like burrow into the snow and like hibernate in there. So that's ice on him? Yeah. So like ice crystals on the bat. Okay, that's kind of scary though. Yeah, like how can they do that? It's like kind of zombie-like. Right. Ew. Um... It's like a White Walker. That's like my yeah. version of a White Walker. Bro. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Okay, but you knew exactly what I was talking yeah. about. Still. That okay. was Sydney tapping her phone because we we're waiting for Go Puff. <laughs> and I'm pissed. That <laughs> so now we're on to vampire. So that wasn't even vampire bats. Those are just some bat facts. Okay, so we're off to those really are the ones that are, were hover- so, the species of ones that were hovering above our heads. I have no idea. Well, I, I'm not asking you. It's not oh. a question. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yo, I'm not saying that the ones that were hovering above our heads were vampire bats. I'm saying that you're just telling me because we ha- had close encounters. Yeah, like, I just want to start off with some bat facts. Love because it. Because I love to hate wanna bats. Want a bat. Want a bat. Want a bat. Want a bat this podcast. This <laughs> Okay, so, there are three species of vampire bat. They're all 
And so for all you science lovers out there, Emily's not going to understand this, I don't think. Well, okay. she might. Chill out. You might, but, like, I don't think it's going to, like, really click in your you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Chill the fuck out. Well, you're not going <laughs> to. Like, you're okay, not you really care. doubled down on that. No. You, said, you said, I don't think I was going to get it. Okay. And it's not going to click in your brain. Okay. If anyone listening, Emily has a degree in communications and um, political science. Yeah. And so if you I have two degrees. About, yeah, she two, two bachelor's. bachelor's degrees. <laughs> if you started talking about, like, really intense political theory, like, it just wouldn't click in my brain. Like, I just wouldn't be. I probably wouldn't even listen, to be honest. Okay, well, hit me with it. Let's see what clicks in my brain. So, all three belong to the same subfamily, but they all belong to different genuses. genuses. Yes. I took AP Environmental Science. Right, I'm not saying you don't know what that is. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you're probably not that interested in it. But there's some people out there who are. Oh, yeah. You got, yeah, I am not your... I am not this demographic. The target audience <laughs> is going to care about the subfamily no. of the bats. The genus thing. Right. That's mm. what I'm saying. I wasn't saying you were stupid. I was just saying that you like don't give a shit about this. Um, comment below if he thinks that he was saying I was stupid. I know what it sounds like, <laughs> but it, that's not what I meant. I just can't. I know it sounded like that, but that's not what I meant to do. Oh, man. So the subfamily is called... These pronunciations always scare me. It's okay. Just go Des, for it. Desmodontinae. Desmodontinae. Love it. And yeah. it. also known as leaf nose bats. Okay. So from a subfamily called that. So this is the most interesting part of this entire thing. And it's about all okay. of the evolution that has... Sydney. So sorry. I'm so sorry. And that's not even Gopa of no, Snapchat, Snapchat queen. It's probably someone stupid. Oh, never mind. <laughs> You're never going to find out who it is. Um, who is it? No, I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm... Comment below. Who do you think it is? You can't even know. So, I love, um, like, animals adaptations. I think they're so interesting, like, what adaptations have occurred over time. And like I said, bat, bats are some of the oldest, like, mammals. So, they have, like, they've gone through a lot of evolution. Yeah. So... Geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So like, bad. I just start using that word consistently. <laughs> Clearly, I do not know what it means. And I actually don't. So, she was right when she doubled down. Okay. God damn, you made me feel so bad about that. I know. Okay. Um, bat- Vampire bats are the only mammals who have evolved to participate in hemat hemat. Fuck, oh, fuck. oh no, no, no! <laughs> I just had a stroke. Um, sorry. <laughs> You're like that girl on the news that one time. Oh. Um, let me think about how to say this. Yeah, okay. So, no, you got it. <laughs> they, they are the only mammals who have evolved to participate in hematophagy, which is exclusively feeding on blood. They don't eat anything else besides blood. Oh. They're the only mammals to do that. That's kind of disgusting. What about ticks? Ticks are not mammals, my friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I then almost said, well, I then almost doubled down on my own and said, what about leeches, though? Okay, also not a tick. <laughs> also not an, a mammal. But good try. Thank um, you. And if you think about it, that's like a really um, like crazy thing to do. Like to first of all, just at first they had to evolve to only have a liquid diet. Yeah. And then they also had to evolve to have blood be their main source of nutrients which i think it all happened at the same time but like both of those things are really rare for mammals yeah so it's just interesting that they're like pretty highly yeah how's that hitting all the food groups for them right and think about like 
we'll, we'll get into this later. Like, we'll go through it why it's kind of crazy that they can do this. But, like, think about all the liquid you would be consuming. I don't want to. It makes my stomach kind of Yeah, hurt. you'll you'll see. You'll see. You'll find out. So vampire bats, they believe, evolved around 26 million years ago. Just a very long time ago. What the fuck? Way before humans. And they probably evolved from a common ancestor that was um, an insect-eating species of bat. Okay. There are a couple theories as to how they think that happened. I think I go into it. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a couple days since I researched this. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound it out, sis. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, I can just talk about it if I don't go into the actual okay. research. Yeah, um, talk about what you want. This yeah, is your this fucking is my podcast. thing that I research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like mad. I'm like making rules for myself. Yeah, how I, how I, yeah. <laughs> Another stroke. Great, great, great. <laughs> you guys just witness one more stroke. <laughs> a little ding goes off. <laughs> like two. I'm like, eh, 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 city's <laughs> about to have a stroke. <laughs> Oh my god. That's so sad. Like, think about actual stroke victims, Emily. It's not something to joke about. <laughs> You're not actually having a stroke. No, I'm not. And you don't have to put trigger warning for people having strokes because it wouldn't trigger somebody like... to have a stroke. Yeah, I guess you're right. Some, you watching somebody having Eight a Eight people have had a stroke since we started. <laughs> since Just we started. by hearing the word stroke. <laughs> like, no! <laughs> I can't hear it! <laughs> okay. So, (laughs) they think that they evolved um, by first eating insects and parasites that fed on the larger mammals that they now feed. Ticks. Ticks, mosquitoes. Leeches. Different kind of parasites. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of other, this is not like the only theory though. So, if you're interested in that, like you should do your own research, but that's the one that I believed in the most and I didn't really want to get into the other ones. Or comment below and ask Sid to do the research for you. Yeah, I can post some, I mean, (laughs) in the show notes, there's going to be like my sources. So, you guys can go read on that on your own. (laughs) Um, so... The first cool adaptation that they have evolved is knife-like in size or teeth. That they're like really sharp. Why did sharp you have to add that adjective? Knife-like. Yeah, that was the adjective that was used. In the <laughs> That's so that. scary. Yeah, they're little uh, knives for uh, teeth. Like literally. Like sometimes people, you if okay, like there have been a couple reported cases of humans getting bit, and they like don't even realize that they've been bit by a bat because it's so sharp. Because it's so sharp, and they only feed when um. You're sleeping. Yeah, we'll get into it. Okay, yeah, sorry. Um, Jump my gun. I, yeah, I jumped my own gun. Sorry. But, yeah, so they have That's very scary. sharp teeth. And they're, like, small, like the incisor teeth. Yeah, like a vampire. So they have a full full sets of teeth, but their incisor teeth are what are the, are the sharp teeth. Okay. Yeah, so you, like, basically dig into the flesh yeah, like, so that they can make a wound. Yeah, like that vampires. Bleeds. Like a vampire. Got it, got it. Um, their tongue has a little groove on the bottom of it. Oh, no. So this is going to be another, like, science. <laughs> this is a little more science This is a trigger warning for sanguophobes. Yeah. That allows that the, the blood f- to flow using capillary action, which is, like, the adhesion and cohesion of the water. Like, they don't have to work at the blood going into their mouths. It just, like, flows naturally into their stomachs. They don't wow. have to, like, suck it anymore. It's like a straw. They just hook it's, up a tube. It's, yeah, like a little catheter, basically, kind of. Oh, my God. Yeah. That evolved with, that has, like, evolved throughout time as well. Yeah. 
into like this, like, little this, group this so that system. it's easier for them to take in blood so they don't have to like expend as much energy. Oh my god. Yeah, very cool. Oh, oh shit. Go puff, go puff. So, like I said earlier, there are some issues with having blood exclusively as a diet. Yeah. So, what are those? Yeah, I can think of in my head at least a couple. Yeah, there's like a <laughs> For few. For me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the first is being able to exclusively ingest and thrive on liquids. Like I said, that's a lot of liquid. Um, they have increased liver and kidney function to process all the liquid because that's where all like your stuff gets processed. Right. And they have a, um, what, when they start feeding two minutes into a feed, they'll start just like urinating a clear like urine. And it's basically them like expelling all the liquid out of their body that like, so they can fit more in so that they can feed. Yeah. Why? That makes it even grosser. That (laughs) made that even grosser for me. Um, I'm trying to find where I said it. I, I think I say later, but they lose somewhere of like, 20% 20% of their total body weight every time they, like, pee like that. Or they eat, like, a, I don't know. I'll, we'll talk about it later. So All they right. also have to overcome a bunch of protein in their diet. Um, you can get iron poisoning if you ingest too much iron, which if you're only drinking blood, that's, like, a lot yeah. of the content of it. So they have, like, some extra genes that help them do this. Um, their saliva also has anticoagulants that also are found in one of my least favorite animals leeches we all know i hate Mm -hmm. a leech um and the crazy part about this for all you evolutionary heads out there (laughs) is that the last common ancestor between a leech and a bat is over 500 million years ago or wait yeah 500 million years ago 500,000 I don't know. It's a long time ago. <laughs> I just wrote 500 years ago. Yeah, which that's not true. Right. Yeah, 500 um, million years ago. I you think. know who's an evolutionary head? I was just thinking about in my brain. Megan. Megan, shout out! I know she's gonna love this episode. Yeah. Um. Sorry. We can talk about Megan. Eh. Yeah. Sorry, God. Blank that. So I went. I'm gonna go into a little bit about how coagulation in your blood works. Um, so Emily, please don't snore too loud. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am not, however, an evolutionary head. <laughs> Genus weenus. Yeah, so basically what's happening here with the bat and um, the leech is called gene recruitment. So this is what happens when your body uses a gene meant for one thing as something else. So it basically re-recruits that gene into having a whole new job. Okay. So. Like Cadet Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the plot of Cadet Kelly. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We always do it after. Yeah. Well, I never know when you're going to burp. Babe. I know me either. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I can't do it when it's like bubbled right yeah, there. Yeah, I guess you're right. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. okay. So. Yeah, gene. The gene. The gene is redirected to do yeah, something else. Yeah, the gene okay. is redirected. So there is a gene in most mammals. I believe humans have it too. It's called EMTPD1. And that is the anticoagulating gene. What is coagulate? So, you know, when your blood gets all like hard and it turns into like a scab. Oh, yeah. That's when it coagulates.
<laughs> but okay, but coagulate when you like if you have like I'm thinking of Yep. But but doesn't doesn't it have another purpose? Sorry, I'm I'm the thinking gene of, or what are you No, talking? I don't know. Just fucking cut all this out and stuff. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have this gene. Yeah, I have this gene. And it's in, it's located in, it's expressed in the walls of your, like, vasculature. So, like, your veins and your arteries. Right. So, so your blood doesn't coagulate in your veins. Oh, got it. That's, that's why I'm, that's what I was asking. I was like, I was like, but your blood, <laughs> like, <laughs> but you have blood already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so yeah. where is it that it starts doing that? Yeah. So there are times when we don't want our blood to coagulate. There are times when we do. So when we do want it to coagulate, or no. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when we, we do don't, want- when we don't want <laughs> it, when Christ. we want it to anti, <laughs> hold on. When we don't want it to coagulate, it's being expressed like in our veins and our arteries. Yeah. We don't want it to just be chunky and yeah. stick together. When you get a cut. And you don't want to bleed out. Yeah. Your body turns off that gene expression so that your blood will start to clot. We're here. I think that's, that's called a secondary in, secondary inhibitor. Okay, well. It's like the opposite of what you think it would be. Here's the thing. When you turn the gene. In my brain, that was how I was trying to say all these yeah. things, but I am not an evolutionary yet. Right. <laughs> so that happens to all mammals. So like when a vampire bat bites a cow. Yes its blood will start to clot. But vampires have recruited this gene, vampires and vampire bats. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the vampire genome. The That's, they're still, least. Yeah, they're still working on the vampire gene project. <laughs> um, in vampire bats, they express this gene in their saliva. So, what, so when they bite a cow or whatever. Those sneaky bastards. Yeah, the gene, the saliva gets oh into the cut God. and it makes it so the blood doesn't clot. I told you this was a cool fucking episode. Okay, wait. So it basically tells the cow's body like. To not they, clot. Like, we're good. Yeah, like, like don't worry about Business clotting. as usual. Yeah. And oh, then they suck it up you. with their little capillary action straw okay. of a tongue and they fuck these guys. so much blood. This is why I don't fuck with bats. I know I'm really isolating the bat people. Want to back from more back again, but <laughs> we had them and bats. we lost them. I think they're amazing for killing bugs and the ecosystem, but fuck off with that. Yeah, they don't need to look so scary. They are kind of scary looking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even look at them on your screen. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. So, um, uh, some other like mosquitoes have this in their saliva, etc. I said leeches also okay. have this in their saliva. Ew. Um. The saliva also has a painkiller in it so that you don't feel the bite as much. You don't feel like the blood leaving your body. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, the brain also has an adaptation in it, in the bat, to be able to sense. Okay, so I have to back up. I'm so sorry. Basically, vampire bats only hunt at night. Mm-hmm. They only hunt, so they're nocturnal. Right. And they only hunt when the animal that they're eating off of is sleeping. Why? Oh. I think just so they're not detected, so they can, like, get the largest meal as possible. Because they eat every two to three days, basically. Okay. Um, so their 
And also bats, like we said earlier, echolocate. So they like bounce sound off of objects in their environment and mm-hmm. they, they can see by doing that, which is nuts. Yeah. Also, some people can do that, which is also nuts. Maybe I'll do an episode on that someday because that's also crazy. Um. So their brain has an adaptation to be able to sense the sound of like deep animal breathing, like deep repetitive breaths. Mm-hmm. It can echolocate that better than, like, the average bat. So it can find sleeping animals in the dark and in, like, the quiet of the night. I am terrified. Who's with me? Yeah. So- I'm so scared, Sydney. That's so scary. They can find sleeping yeah. objects in the dark. That's not even the scariest one. Okay. I'm, great. We're awesome. really ramping. We started cool. I didn't even realize I did this. But in my opinion, we started off with, like, the cool ones. And these are getting the scary ones. Okay. Awesome. Great. I love that. <laughs> So they also have these organs called pit organs near their nose that can sense like pressure changes and heat. No. And so it can sense the blood flow of the animal. Um, It can like smell where the like most blood flow is because it can um, sense like the heat changes. And it so it knows where to like bite the animal. Fuck that. To, like, get the most blood out. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. Yeah. So they use, like, thermo radiation something. I don't know. Oh, Um, mom's calling. Super unprofessional Mom, I'm so sorry. I'm going to deny that call right now. She's going to be so sad. Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I love you. Um, I love you, too. Okay, this is the scariest one. No, I don't want... In my opinion. I'm, like, kind of scared. I actually... No, we have to keep... It's I not know that we, scary. I know we have to keep going, but like, you, you know, we're a little under the influence, and, <laughs> and you know, I get a little scared of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Okay. So, they also have extended thumb bones that are like really strong. You can see on this picture, like down yeah. Here. I hate that one's a scary. I was gonna say um, that one's the scariest, but and I'll put these on. The, we'll put these on the social media and the blog but like that was the scariest this one's actually kind of kind of cute but look at the lips on that yeah the lips are icky and the ears the lip lip job like, just, central yeah like bad lip job yeah like ooh. and all the rest look like what i would imagine, imagine that, a bat not like. that one yeah the hairy legged vampire yeah. bat we'll talk about it in a minute um so you can see it's little thumb joints on the picture as well so this allows them to walk run nope and jump on the ground when they're stalking prey nope Nope. Also, the scariest thing that's not even the scariest. No, 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 no. The scariest thing that can happen to someone is have is something running at you while looking at you from behind. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't even run because I'm not a runner. Not me either. I would just be like, okay, accept my fate. You know what? It's fine. It's not that much blood. Like I'll. Oh really? Okay. Well, actually, it's it's a lot of blood, but I think you could survive it. Okay. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. They don't kill the animals that they feed off of. You're like, I'd be, I'd allow it. But also they're sleeping. So like, they don't even know usually. So this also helps them because they get, well, I found the spot in my notes where I talked about how much they eat and like Mm -hmm. how much of their body weight it is. Um, After a meal, they like are so heavy that it's hard for them to fly. And so they like lay on the ground and they use their thumb joints to like propel themselves and like jump into the air to get like a head start so that they can fly. After eating a meal. All right. Honestly, same. Which is scary to me. Yeah, that's really scary. Um, I, like, didn't even want to look for a video of that. I, like, no, almost please. tried to, and I was like, no. No fucking way. Ain't no. no way. Ain't no fucking way. 
Aren't, where are the wings in this guy? I think these are the wings. They're just, like, furled up. I think this is, like, taxidermied. That is terrifying. Yeah, so... There are three separate species of bat, which is what we're looking at on my laptop. They all evolved from a common ancestor, but like I said, they're in different genuses. Um, there is the Desmodus rotundus, which is the common vampire bat. And they feed off of livestock, mostly like cows, mm-hmm. sheep, maybe like a pig. I don't know. <laughs> um, there's the Diphyla equitata. That's the hairy-legged vampire bat. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Because it's, like, the cutest one. I'm a big one. fan of that one, too. And they've got great lips. Yeah. The last one is called the Diamus young guy, which is the white-winged vampire bat. But you can see its little white wings in that picture. Like yeah. It's got little that one's kind of cute, too. Yeah. That one's kind of, like, he's, like, fun. Yeah. Life yeah. of a party over there. <laughs> and the last two that I said, um, hairy-legged and the white-winged, they primarily feed off of birds, which is fucking scary. Like, a bird. How are they I don't know. That? I don't. I have no fucking idea. I don't know if they're going into the, like, nests. I don't know if it's, like, large birds. Ostriches. No, it's not an ostrich. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because their habitat is Latin America. They live oh, primarily in Latin America. I don't Only like in Latin America. Like, central and south, parts of South America. Which I think... Yeah. Boom. Look at that. Um. So, the next picture is the distribution of common vampire bat species. So okay. anything in the green is where they're at. So Mexico. Just so you guys know, we don't live in any of these places. Yeah. If you live in the United States, you do not live in a spot with vampire bats. Mexico, weirdly enough, a big part of Central America, like right on the equator, which is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I would never have guessed that. Yeah, me either. Um, so the last thing, I should have put this in the evolutionary area, but whatever. They also have a built-in immunity to certain viruses that are endogenous retroviruses. So those are like bloodborne viruses. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. So like AIDS is a retrovirus. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's an endogenous. I don't know if bats could get AIDS in the first place, but they probably would be like immune to it. Because their body has the, has like developed that. Yeah. So basically like a retrovirus is a virus that like incorporates itself into your own DNA. Okay. Um, That's what's called retro. Because yeah. like... It's whatever. Um, And so those viruses are usually like lifelong viruses that would affect your entire life once you get it. That's why like HIV is a lifelong thing. Right. But it's in your own DNA. Right. Which is also scary. Like bloodborne. But they have an immunity. Yeah. A lot of bloodborne viruses. Some. Yeah. Bloodborne viruses they're immune to. Which is cool. That's crazy. Yeah. They're like top of the fucking totem pole. Right. They like have are highly evolved creatures in my opinion. I don't know much about like yeah, and one in every five—that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, but not one in every five is a vampire bat. One in every five is a bat. I know. That's already a scary. That's already scary. I don't know how many are vampire bats. I should have looked at the total population. I'll post that on the Instagram. Um. So now we're getting into their feeds, which are also really scary to me. Awesome. They usually feed for about twenty minutes, um, and they can go like. About two to five days without a meal, it says. Okay. So they usually ingest about 20 grams during a feed, which is almost half their body weight. So I think they're usually about like 50 grams. Okay. So that's like half their body weight, though. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. But 20 grams isn't like a lot on its own. Yeah, you have like what? Like a lot. But the bats are like small. You have like how much, how many liters of? I have no idea. All I know is like when I think about like 50 grams, like measuring out 50 or 20 grams of something, it's like not a lot. 
Yeah, and so blood is you'd like definitely heavy. be able to survive. Yeah, you survive. would survive it. So, like I said, they'll begin urinating into a feed and end up taking off still of weighing about 20 to 30% more than when they took off. So they go from 50% more to by the end, they're only 20 to 30% more. Oh, wow. Because their body is like processing the liquid that they're taking in that fast. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is liquid, I guess. you. Yeah. Just your immune system just goes through it so much faster. Or your... Mm. <laughs> Not your immune system, Or but... what? Your... You digest it? I Emily, that's a stroke. You... I don't think you digest it. I think it's your, like... Why does water go into... Detoxifying system. What do you oh, mean, okay. why does water go where? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, good. I don't know. Great. Um, I don't know that much. I'm taking anatomy and physiology this fall, so by the end, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, they live in mostly dark areas like caves, hollow trees. We know the drill. Bat places, you know? Bats. And their colonies can range from 10 to hundreds. And they have, like, a very distinct hierarchy. So it's not called a herd. No, it's a colony. Oh. Which, Lost Colony of Roanoke, yeah. it all ties together. Um, but, yeah, so they have, like, a pretty distinct hierarchical structure within their colonies. Like, and all the females live together and all, like, the kids and children live in one area of the colony and the males, like, live in another. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sister wives. Right. So go read up on that. It's in the sources that I post. Um, and they're also, like, um herd they're like pack animals so they like actually care about each other within the pack Ew. um so if a bat hasn't eaten in more than two days it will start begging the other bats for food and if the other bats have enough like nutrients in their body at the time they'll regurgitate some of the blood like into the mouth of the starving bat like that tiktok trend yeah or like i always think of um i'd have you ever read grapes of wrath yes at the end yeah trigger warning that's a trigger warning and guess who never got a trigger warning for that me anyone no any third grader no i was in like seventh grade when i read that i think or maybe high school i don't know um they also like communicate with other bats when they find a spot to feed like kind of like bees i don't think it's the exact same i think it's through like echolocation but and like sound making, but they yeah. do do a little dance. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That that would make me maybe be on their side a little bit more. Yeah, if they like did a dance. Yes. Like a musical like, number. And then their little hands, t- their little weird fingers hands. were like da, da, Ooh. Da. The fingers really are gross. <laughs> yeah, they are scary. Um they are not immune from rabies. Like vampire bats can get rabies, but only 0.5% of the entire population of um vampire bats is positive for rabies. Oh. That's, that's lot partially less than to do, I thought. Yeah, but that's partially to do with, like, if you get rabies, you, like, die. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. That looks not good on them. And there have been reported cases of vampire bats passing rabies to humans when they have bit them. But not very many. Okay. Um, And it was weird. Like, it was, like, a cluster. Like, there's, like, clusters. So I think, like, if a bat population, like, I think when bats get rabies, like, an entire colony will get it. I mean, it's kind of something like, because, like, there would be, like, a case of six people in Peru who got right. rabies. Before they all, like, died off. Like, the, the all bats. the bats. Yeah. I hope the people survived. I don't know if they did, though. Um. So now let's talk about, like, folk, the lore of vampire bats. So vampires or related species, like, related creatures, have mm-hmm. been mentioned in literature dating all the way back to ancient Greece. Um, but have become modern, like, in modern-day literature, like, the modern vampire has been mm-hmm. around since, like, 1500. Okay. So the vampire we all know and love. Yeah. Edward Cullen. Yes. 
Um, the in Ameri- my case, Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I kind of fuck with Emmett. Yeah. If we're really talking about it, Rosalie. Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> the movies ruined Jasper, truly. Have you seen the um, Criminal Minds that that guy... No, I don't think I have. ...that plays Jasper I really Jasper love Criminal Minds. I do love Criminal Minds. I can make a lot of references to Criminal yeah. Minds. Um, he plays... You have to see that one. That one's like one of the ones that will always burn us. Okay, we'll watch that brain. later. Okay. Maybe later. <laughs> so, like I said in the last episode, the Americas were discovered like in the 14 to 1500s. That's when they were being explored. Yeah. Um, and while exploring, I'm again, heavy quotation yes, marks yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. They discovered the common vampire bat. Okay. Because no native people had ever seen it before. Just the white people. Right? Yeah. Right, of um, course. So, and they, like, really were interested in them. So they brought back stories about them back to mm-hmm. the mainland. And then it just became, like, part of vampire lore because so many people were talking about it. Yeah. Um, But the term vampire bat predates, like, the term, like, the vampire bats came first. Really? Yeah. V- versus, like, the modern day version of, like, a vampire. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, the most, like, famous way that a vampire bat has been brought into the story of, like, a vampire was obviously the classic Dracula. Yes. Published in 1897, which depicts the link between vampires and bats and cements it into pop culture. Right. Which they have, like, a a lot in common, which is kind of crazy. They turn into bats, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Vampire bats. I'm just thinking about that one Disney, what's that one Disney original movie? Where they're like vampire bats. Oh, um. It's like fun. God damn We should it. watch that. Yeah, we should watch that. I don't know what that It's like my called. parents are bats. Or yeah. <laughs> 13 year old vampire. My gym partner's a vampire bat. No, I don't think that's it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, so the comments. Tell us below. Tell us, comment below. Tell us what to watch. I hope it's on Disney Plus. Um, but the, okay, so the common vampire bat got its name in 1810. And Dracula the Vampire was written in 1897. Right. So like I said, it predates it. Yeah. Crazy. But all the stories about vampire bats are still like extremely exaggerated from that time period. So yeah, that's all I have. Oh. Ew. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Ew. I forgot this picture. This picture really shows their thumbs. It's a picture of a skeleton. It's like a bat skeleton. Oh, a vampire no. bat skeleton. But you can Way. see it's like big thumbs. Yeah. So it like would propel and a nail. itself. Yeah. Oh, I want to barf. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got, folks. Oh my god. Okay, so not a fan of bats still. Sorry to the bat family. We love allergy season. We we hate allergy season, but we love allergists. We love allergists. We love our healthcare workers. We hate bugs, but honestly, bats don't have to look like that. <laughs> Okay, but now it makes sense why they look all fucked up because they're from like so long ago. Yeah, they're actual dinosaurs. They're like crocodiles. They're like the crocodile of the mammal world, I think. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. I think this made me like bats. Um, you're... I'm nuts. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... They can do even more than I knew, knew they could yeah. do before. So I'm even more scared. <laughs> yeah. I became fascinated and you became scared. I yes. Think. I'm even more scared. Yeah. Okay. So. Awesome. Follow us on social media. Everything you own is made of a bat. <laughs> Check everything you own for bats. Open your backpacks. 
look in your coat closet under your bed there's probably a bat in there because there's so many fucking bats tell us if you're allergic to penicillin your dog might be a bat (laughs) your dog is a bat for sure and don't give your dog penicillin yeah i wouldn't do anything outside your vet's recommended care for your dog let us know Let us know in the comments your, let's do an Instagram story about like your bat stories. I feel like everyone's got a bat story. And um, tell us what you're allergic to. Yeah. Also give us a list of your allergies and your social security number. (laughs) And your CVV. (laughs) On the back of your credit card. Uh, He. uh. (laughs) Okay. Don't do that, please. This is, this is a professional podcast i don't even know if i got someone's social security number i don't think i would know how to like use it to get anything comment down below <laughs> how up. do you steal someone's identity stop you're incriminating us on the we podcast. haven't even started yet i'm already incriminating us we haven't even started fraud okay okay all this is gonna cut cut out Let's no just... it's not yes it is no it's not yes it is okay dude. anyway okay anyways go follow us on social medias if you have an idea for a podcast send it to wannamatchpod at gmail.com and we will maybe use it on an episode follow us do all the things in the instagram stories leave us a five star rate and review on apple Podcasts. i think that really helps podcasts out yes rate us on anything you can tell your friends about our podcast tell tell them that we're hot we're so hot tell them that our voices are really sexy i'm yes. a little raspy this week yes honestly allergy season is upon, is upon us. us i think i sound so nasally and episode. we both got bit by vampire bats last night so yeah bye See you later.